1: This This is is your dose dose of daily daily market market wisdom wisdom with master Master trader, Trader Nick Nick Santiago. Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to InTheMoneyStocks.com. Welcome. This is your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz. It's twelve twenty-one twenty-two. 22 The winter solstice is setting in. Show number 451. Well, while the rest of the country is freezing, the stocks are thawing out today, Nick.
2: Yeah, we're getting a good little rally on our hands to start the day, at least. Uh, we'll see where we finish. That's always... The important part of the day, uh, but the news was is is kind of funny. We had some positive reactions last night to earnings from FedEx and Nike, and the news is telling us that that's the catalyst for the rally. Uh, but I beg to differ. I think it's the winter solstice. That's what's helping the market right now. That's what I told my members to watch for the turning point. I said we're, you know, this market's bleeding down into the winter solstice. This is often a turning point as far as the seasons go, as you know. And uh, very, very often it turns markets around too. And it's right on cue. And uh, let's see if it sticks to landing today with a positive session into the close. But I do think um, this could be the start of Santa Claus coming to town for a week or so.
1: A Santa Claus rally. Hey, well, uh,
2: aren't you the bearer of uh, good tidings, Nick? (laughs) Well, I like to be sometimes, Kerry, but uh, I'm not looking for him to bring – you know, a new bull here. But I I think uh, a feeble bounce uh, can be done.
1: (laughs) Well, everything is going so well. All you have to do is uh, read social media because, as it turns out, the Department of Defense and the government uh, have been doing one giant psyop. Social media equals psyop. It couldn't (laughs) be any simpler than that, could it?
2: Well, I mean, if if, if it took um, people... To uh, see uh, tweets from Elon Musk or, or others to figure that out, you know they really um, should have their head examined. Yeah <laughs> I could have told um, you that a long time it, ago. <laughs> you, know, we,
1: hey, there's not, you know the only surprise to me is how extensive and pervasive it is. I don't want to get into it and make it a show about social issues because this is a family show and uh, we try to stay away from obscene material. I would just make this statement. I knew it was bad, but when there's 115 former intelligence agents who are dictating what you can see on Fobook, then it's even worse (laughs) than I imagined. I thought it was all down to algorithms. I didn't think they were directly... No wonder the down thing's so slow because five people have to read your, your post before they can uh, approve it. Anyway, let's get back to the market. So FedEx's <laughs> earnings were disappointing, though, weren't they?
2: Uh, I don't even know what the numbers were, Kerry, to be honest. What I look at um, all the time is I, I just look at the reaction. And the stock yesterday was down into the number, had sold off for about uh, a week, six days, actually. It was trading down to around... 162 today it's trading at around 171 at the moment did go as high as 174 and change but again when you're down what happens is you get such bad expectations right nobody's expecting anything good and then all of a sudden you surprise a little bit a little bit better than expected and the market already baked off you know baked in a sell-off and it's a little bit better so you get a bounce this is not a great stock right now um it's not a great stock market right now but again, when things are so dire and you've had a big sell off and you're a little bit better than what everybody anticipated, you know you get some short covering, you'll get some uh people buying into that news, so that's really all it is, and you know you can make the same case for Nike. I know Nike reported earnings, a lot of people are you know going giddy over it, it's up thirteen percent. The truth of the matter is the stock like just like FedEx, was down six days in a row, and it wasn't down in a little. Way it was down from 116 down to 102, so you know it had a big sell-off, and today it's back to you know 116 and change. So again, you know, I I would never make too much out of any of this stuff, but um, that's how markets act. You know, they they act on expectation.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. So uh, we got the the rally is pretty broad based, but the one notable exception uh, is the hotel
2: industry. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing, you know, everything is green on my screen really across the board. There's not much red. You got the sporadic stock here and there. You're seeing a little weakness in um, some individual names, but really the hotel stocks caught my eye today because I'm seeing, you know, Hilton lower. Uh, Marriott's come back a little bit, but that that was down a little bit more earlier. And then you have Host. That's down pretty big today. Uh, uh, Hyatt is down. So the hotel names, under some pressure today, but you know, I, I just thought that was interesting. You know, anytime you get a big rally or you have a big sell-off, I look for the the one industry group that's standing out that day doing the opposite. So in today's you know today's rally, I'm looking for stocks that are weak. Another group I'm seeing that's a little bit weak too is also um, stocks like Palo Alto and this cybersecurity, uh, you know, cloud security stocks. They're a little bit weak today as well, and those charts are not looking good. So there's two groups that I isolated today, hotels and, um, again, uh, cloud security stocks. They're, they're pretty weak as well. Hey, can you just give us an insight to
1: housing stocks, obviously, up today? How have they been behaving recently?
2: Well, the housing stocks, believe it or not, have been fairly strong. Now, a lot of them look a little bit top-heavy here, but they've been acting very, very well because yields have been moving lower. So if you take a look at like Lennar, I call that the top housing stock. Today, that's up 2%. Uh, D.R. Horton is up 2.7%. KB Homes is up 3% today. These charts are actually still very strong charts. Um, a lot of them though, are getting a little bit overbought and extended, but I like to follow um, for housing this ETF called ITB. It's the iShares US Home Construction ETF. And that one, to me, still says there's potentially a little bit more upside to go for the housing stocks before it's over. Yeah, I'm just wondering because the housing stocks always,
1: always predict these interest rate hikes, right?
2: Um, yeah, well, anytime anytime rates go up, I mean, and, and they go up significantly, that's going to hurt housing because, you know, it makes, it makes uh, mortgages really unaffordable, right? So that's, that's the kind of the... Uh, The clincher there, you know, higher rates, lower housing prices, lower rates, higher housing prices, they kind of move, you know, in that in that uh, inverse lockstep relationship.
1: Yeah. And uh, we will see what uh, what happens with the rates. A gold is catching a bid today.
2: I mean, what could you say about gold, Kerry? It was up huge yesterday. It was a monster move for gold and today monster move yesterday and today it's up you know, about a quarter of 1% continuing to move higher. But as you know, and I've said it on here before, gold should get up to that 1875 level. Right now we're at around uh, 1831. So we still got more upside to go for gold. The pattern and the chart is still very strong. All right. And we should talk about silver because it broke 24 bucks.
1: So that means it's up uh, close to, it was up close to $7 from its uh, low.
2: Yeah. Silver has just been on fire and this thing just doesn't seem to want to stop. I'm bummed because I sold out of my silver plays. And I mean, I had just, you know, made a a killing in that area and I'm waiting to get back in and it just is not giving me uh, the opportunity. So I have to wait out, wait it out a little bit longer, but I told you silver is going to be a monster and uh, silver is just really on a tear here. Now I'm, I'm um, I'm almost begging it for a pullback here to, so I could jump back on board. But, uh, you know, in the bigger picture, silver's got a heck of a lot to go carry. I, I'm telling you, it's going to make new highs. Um, in the shorter term, you know, we need a pullback here, hopefully one that will uh, allow me to get back in. All right. So what about the uh, silver miners, the
1: juniors? Uh, <laughs> w- what's happening there? The,
2: they, The silver miners are on fire i mean they they just looked really really strong they've had a sensational move you're starting to even see you know the talking heads on tv now uh somebody sent me a clip last night they're even talking about the silver miners right so hey, it goes to show you those guys are always late to the party but you know now they're they're looking uh at, at these kind of stocks but today you have a good move in gold miners you have a good move in silver miners to juniors are acting well. The charts are all pretty good on, on silver miners, junior miners. And um, again, I don't see any real issue with those charts at the moment. As long as precious metals can hold firm, um, these miners probably still go higher from here. OK, so
1: let's talk about inflation because it's tied into all the commodities, oil, gas, as well as the ag commodities, because you, know, you can't produce food on the scale that re- require it without uh, without energy, obviously. So what uh, what do you think is the uh, inflationary outlook for 2023?
2: I think it's going to be just uh, very similar to what we had you know, recently. I don't think we're going to go, um, you know, off the off the handle um, with inflation right now, but it's not going down like, you know, these people think it is or these talking heads say it is that's that just doesn't work like that and then you know once the central banks come back in and eventually cut rates because that's what they're going to eventually have to do do they have a choice um, <laughs> they don't have no, a choice they, they don't they yeah they're not going to have a choice that's going to be inflationary and then you're going to you're going to see the next big commodity boom and um, I know a lot of people don't understand that a lot of people don't think that's going to happen but these stages don't end with one big run. They end in in multiple moves and um, they end in stages. And And we're not even in that final stage yet. So, you know, we'll get a lot of choppiness um, going forward, but, um, you know, we, we'll get inflation again and it'll be a pretty good, you know, surge of inflation.
1: All right. So I got a couple of years on you, as you know, and. I remember the inflation of the uh, late 60s, throughout the 70s, and into the 80s, until Reagan came along, until Volcker raised rates to 20-plus percent. And regardless, there is a cycle involved here. And the fact of the matter is that uh, that it doesn't just go away because the Fed snaps its fingers. Uh, there's a lot more going on here than just uh, interest rates uh, you know, besides supply chains and all that, it's a cycle is my point.
2: And the cycle yes. didn't just end. I agree 100%. I couldn't say it any better. And, you know, what, what you've had here, though, you've had rates go up, um, not only in the U.S., but we've actually even seen the European Union raise rates. Now, here's the the second the second half of this big problem. Now, Europe... Has a broken bond market. Everybody knows that. That's not a secret. Their bond market, it, exactly. It's a mess, and there's no fixing it. And that's why you're seeing, you know, the the ushering in of this central bank digital currency. They're probably going to be the first to go with a digital currency. I, well, mark my words. We'll see that probably next year, at some point. Um, even our own central bank here at the Federal Reserve is doing a 12 week pilot program. They're probably halfway through. In New York City. So again, this is going to be the new paradigm shift, so to speak, uh, going forward. And, and these, everything is tied in. Everything is connected. There is no uh, one area that is not connected to another. Everything is linked up. And these problems are going to be tried. You know, they're going to try to masquerade them. But I'm telling you, um, the next time you get a big sell off in gold, and we'll get another one. That is going to be the one where everybody should participate in. So if you missed the silver move, silver's already left the station. So, you know, you wait to get back in lower. But on September 1st, I bought physical silver. I I told my members to buy physical silver and they were complaining and whining about $4 over spot for coins. (laughs) And now you're paying $14 or $18 over spot. So, you know, again... You're going to get a shot at gold. And I mark my words, Kerry, nobody's going to want to do it when the time is right. But the inflation moves, um, like you said, they come in cycles. And just like trading markets, they don't just go up in straight lines. They have big corrections like everything else. Everything is a chart. And, um, you know, you'll have another big inflationary run down the road.
1: I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. Uh, The only surprise is how long it took. But we did have inflation we had inflation in asset prices because all the money went into assets you know i had uh, david stockman on and i asked him his biggest regret during his reagan years and you know what it was he said that uh, they didn't push for sound money and (laughs) and what's happened since is that like household assets have gone up a hundredfold and household income has gone up like twenty percent over the past yeah. forty years, and that's an unsustainable thing and it's strictly a result of the money printing unbridled money
2: printing by the fed absolutely and if you read anything from milton friedman who who i i I believe put out the best content ever at out, out of any of these economists or anybody that you know is is from academia. If you just read Milton Friedman's work, he, he basically spills it and and tells you everything. This is not that difficult. You know, it, all, all the stuff that we're seeing is a result of massive money printing. And then you have to remember, Kerry, the U S you know, what is the U S debt now? 31, 32 trillion and growing. These guys are passing a new bill. You know, the, the Republicans and the mm-hmm. uh, Democrats. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're you know, they're, they're over there doing uh, more money spending. I mean, it's just out of control. It's out of hand. And, you know, unfortunately, we're at the end of the rope now. This is where you're going to pay the piper. It doesn't mean it's going to be tomorrow, but the next few years, I mean, it's going to be unlike anything that um, we've seen in our lifetimes, in my opinion. Uh, For sure. For sure. The
1: only surprise to me is that it took as long as it did, but there really is no going back on it now. And that's the way it goes. Well, hey, uh, I don't think we'll talk much about Bitcoin until it makes its next move, other than to say, uh, you know, pretty much steady, right?
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, we've beaten that thing to a pulp. Um, you know, we'll talk about it when it gets to 11,000. All right. Yeah, well, when it begins, it's uh
1: descent, which uh, probably <laughs> will be sooner than later. And we'll leave it at that. Anyways, uh, that's it for today. Uh, Look for sporadic shows uh, coming up for next week uh, during the holidays. Unless something big happens, then we'll be on it like White on Rice. Um, In any event, Nick, uh, we'll talk to you on Friday. Make sure you go over to InTheMoneyStocks.com. Check out Nick's trading record, his latest calls, especially silver, not gas, and so many others. And the Twitter feeds are at ITMS. At Nick Santiago01 at Carrie Lutz. Emails welcome, KL at Lutz.com. Nick, talk to you Friday.
2: Sounds good, Carrie.